Welcome to the Victorious Life TV broadcast. I'm Lisa Boldo, and I've got a special treat for you tonight. We've got a special guest joining us tonight, virtually from Texas, and her name is Johanna Kappen. You can see her on the screen right here, the lovely Johanna Kappen. Johanna is a minister, a worship leader, songwriter, singer, musician, and speaker. She's Oh my gosh, she sings like an angel. She's got a beautiful list of other things that she's working on as well right now, including a new book, which is going to be released in just a few months, and a new music release, which will feature her latest music. So it's really a special treat to be with her tonight. She's also a mother, a wife, and a mother of a, an adorable five-year-old son named Gabriel. So, Johanna, welcome to the program. It's so such an honor to have you with us tonight. Hi, Lisa. Thank you so much for having me. And I'm so happy to be with you tonight and with everyone that's watching and listening. Um, I'm so excited to see what God has for us in our time together. It's so special. So, on tonight's broadcast, we're talking about praise and worship primarily but praise as a weapon of warfare. So, Johanna, you're so passionate about bringing people into a deeper level of intimacy um, with the Lord's presence and to hear the Holy Spirit's voice, you know, in their lives on a daily basis. But before we dive in, tell us a little bit about your background and how you came to know Jesus as Lord. Well, I'm originally from India and... Um, when I was seven years old, I gave my life to the Lord in a powerful, radical encounter. Um, at the time, my, past, uh, my parents were pastoring a church, and um, we would just come together as a family every morning and every evening and just close out the day and start out the day with the Lord. And it was during one of those evening prayer times where it was just a normal, nothing out of the ordinary routine Monday night and we were just coming together as a family to pray and in that moment of that night um, it was like the Holy Spirit just invaded our space with wow. his weighty presence and um, my siblings and I we were just like crying out to the Lord and gave our lives to the Lord that night and in that atmosphere I began to um, just embark on the reality of who Jesus is and his presence and his voice. And that experience just, Lisa, just marked me for life. And it was just really so foundational to my walk with the Lord. Oh my gosh. It sounds like, you know, other members of your family also had this most amazing experience. Oh my gosh. Absolutely. My parents really instilled in us a love for the Lord and a love for the word of God. And um, we're just so honoring of God's presence. And they wanted us to experience it for ourselves, which I think Praise. is so, so beautiful and something that I will always carry in my heart. Amen. What a treasure. So, Johanna, let me ask you, who is Jesus to you, right? And when did you encounter Jesus as your healer? And we are going to talk about healing a little bit on this broadcast for those of you watching, because this is important. Oh, man. Uh, how much time do we have? Who is Jesus? <laughs> it's a 30-minute broadcast, but we got a lot to cover, but this is exciting. I could go on and on about Jesus. I love him so much. Yes. Uh, he And I love him because of how much he loves me and loves us mm -hmm. and how he has moved heaven and earth. 
And, you know, there's just a few verse in Psalm um, 18, I believe, where it says he stooped down to make us great. And that's just who Jesus is. He is life. He is love. He's not just loving. He is the embodiment of love. And he yeah. expressed his love on the cross. And the cross is the greatest expression of love. And I just believe that when um, Jesus died on the cross and the indescribable suffering that he took upon himself so that I and you could experience wholeness and freedom and life. And that's what I am so passionate about. And when I think about who Jesus is, and you know, I come from a background, like I said earlier, um, from a Christian home. My parents are pastors. Um, they've been in the ministry for over 60 years and wow. I so much about God. I read about God. I sang about God. I, you know, talked about God. I read the Bible cover to cover, um, you know, but the focus, Lisa, was more about my effort to please God and my performance to be this amazing, perfect Christian. And but Johanna, when you and I spoke, um, you were telling me that you actually, you struggled with asthma and you struggled yes. with some issues that, I mean, it was not good. And so you really discovered Jesus, not only as your Lord, but your healer, yes. like, right? Yes. What happened with that whole thing? It just, you know. When I was five years old, um, I became really sick, deathly ill with bronchial asthma. And um, there were even some congregation members of my, my uh, parents' church, at my parents' church, they came to visit me one night and they didn't think that I was gonna live and make it through the night to, to be able to see me the next morning. So they were like, we'll see her, you know? Um, it was that bad. But in the middle of that situation, my parents stood on the word of God and they didn't go by what the doctor said or what the report was. They went by the word of God. And the word of God says in Isaiah 53 that by his stripes, we are healed. And in first Peter, it says, um, that by his stripes you were healed. So it's already a done deal. And so uh, there are still times, you know, that different things will try to come at me, even physically, just even a few weeks ago. But I could either, you know, um, go according to that label or go according to what I'm feeling, or I could go according to what the word says. And the yeah. word says, I am healed. And so yes. that was my experience, one of the experiences of uh experiencing the reality of jesus as my healer in my physical body but also i have experienced him um healing my heart from deep you know trauma and pain and regret and shame and just being you know years ago i would be so tormented even in my sleep and even when i would wake up i would have these thoughts of depression and um i would literally feel like a 50 pound you know, helmet over my head, yes, when I woke up. And I literally would put the word of God on my headboard, in my car, on the dashboard, on my mirror, because I told the Lord, I said, God, I am not experiencing the abundant life that you died for. You not only died for my sins, but you died for me to be healed, Amen. soul and body. And I'm not experiencing it. And I knew that the truth lies in the word of God. It was being immersed in the word of God. And I told the Lord, I said, I am not coming up for air. And I'm going to stick my head in this word. And I'm not coming up until I am changed. And I can tell you, and I can attest to the 
just experientially, I know that the word works. And I was redeemed. I was set free from depression, from regret, from um, bondages, from condemnation, from guilt. And yeah. I've never been the same and almost unrecognizable. Compared you know, to that's so beautiful. Your story is so beautiful. And it is. But that is the power of the transformation that God does when yeah. you give yourself to him. And when you decide now, Johanna, you and I, we've talked a lot about the importance of mind renewal, right? About renewing your mind when it comes to being able to experience healing. And that's pretty much exactly what you did. You yeah. said you immersed yourself in that word and you were like, I'm not putting up with this. This is not what you died for. You know, I remember too, one time being just, uh, well, and the people that have heard the story, but where I had the surgery and on my wrist to remove a cyst like twice. And the doctor was like, oh, it's really going to hurt the next day. And I just remember saying when it hurt the next day. And I said, Lord, this is an insult to you for me to feel this. Right. And in essence, that's basically like what you did, like saying this is not what you died for me to have. And I'm thinking about the people watching right now who maybe you're struggling with something. Right. And this is not what Christ died for you to have, except he's not dead. He's much alive. And he's saying, I gave you healing. You need to receive it and take it. Right. That's and it. so why is it so important, Johanna, to renew the mind in order to experience healing? Um, well, as you and I know, and as everyone is watching knows as well, um, our world is in need of a great, you know, awakening and yeah. every problem that humankind faces, it all starts in the mind. The mind is where the battle is. And just recently I read this report, Lisa, um, from the National Science uh, Foundation. And in 2005, they did this research about human thoughts per day. And mm. you know that human beings, we think anywhere from 12,000 to 60,000 thoughts per day. And of those thoughts, 80% are negative and 95% are repetitive. So what that tells me is that no. just the same negative thoughts over and over and over again is not setting us up, us up for an overcoming abundant life. And so, so and that, that I have experienced that in my own life years ago. And I was like, God, why do I keep going through these cycles and these patterns? And you, you know, watching us tonight, you might be going through that same situation where you're going around that same mountain over and over and over again. And I would just submit to you, that when we replace a thought with another thought, we're not living that overcoming life. Mm. We're not experiencing breakthrough and transformation. But when you speak the word of God over that thought, that's when the transformation happens. That's when the cycles of defeat get broken. That's when the negative thoughts get replaced with the power of God's word. Because the Holy Spirit and the word together, wow. Don't even get me started. <laughs> when we begin to experience the life that Jesus died for. And I just want to say, you know, Jesus didn't come. And it's not just the pastors and it's not just the leaders and the holier than thou people that get this, you know, oh, I'm going to be in the word of God or, or I'm going to, you know, talk like Jesus and all of this spiritual lingo. It's for every one of us. Yes. There's no one who's exempt from living this victorious life in Jesus and um, 
<laughs> because Amen. Lisa, said one more thing. Yes, please. Because he didn't come to make bad people good, okay? Right. He came to make dead people alive. Woo! I want come somebody, on. I want somebody to comment, uh, type that in the comments. He came to make dead people alive. And that's what's so powerful about who Jesus is. And that's why I am so passionate about the word of God, because the word of God is actually Jesus alive Life. in the word. Through the written scripture, Jesus comes alive because John 1, it talks about how the word became flesh. Mm -hmm. And who is the word? He dwelt among us. Who was that? That was Jesus. And mm -hmm. he's still alive through the power of his Holy Spirit. So when you open the word of God and you're renewing your mind, it's not just a spiritual ritual and something that you check off on your to-do list. No, it's saying, Holy Spirit, reveal Jesus to me. Enlighten this word that I'm about to read because Jesus is in every book of the Bible. So, so I dare you and I challenge you and I encourage you to get in the word of God and ask Holy Spirit to reveal Jesus to you. And that's that how that we renew our mind. That is that so, is so cute. Sad. I hope you're not hearing an echo. But anyway, um, that's so key what you just said that the the Bible is not just some book. It's a living, breathing yes. book. It is alive, sharper than any two-edged sword, the yes. word. So I love what you just said. Isn't she wonderful? Comment. Isn't Johanna Kappen wonderful? She is. I love her. <laughs> so Johanna, let's talk about worship for a minute because you love to sing and worship the Lord. And I know that so many do. I sing a little bit sometimes, like even when I'm making the bed, I might sing my own little hymn, but I don't, I don't, um, per se, like listen to a lot of worship songs, but that's just me. I don't, I know a lot of people do, but I, I, you know, personally listen to the word more than I listen to songs, you know, worship songs, but you love to sing and worship the Lord, but worship isn't just about music and singing. It's so much more than that. You know, and, you know, it's how we live our lives, right? How we live our lives is worship to God. But talk to us about exactly what worship is and you being a worship leader. What What is worship? What is it? And how can you have a deeper intimate or deeper intimacy with the Lord through worship? Uh, worship, like you mentioned, Lisa, it's a lifestyle. It's not it. something that we do on a Sunday morning where we think, where we sing three or four songs and we say hi to some people and we go back home and have Sunday brunch. Um, I mean, that's all nice and good, um, especially if you live in New York City because they have the best brunch spots. Anyway. <laughs> okay, get on the trail. Um, so anyway, worship is it, it's such a lifestyle of intimacy and fellowship and connection with Jesus. And yeah the Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit, to draw us into worship. It's not something that we just, you know, do a bunch of chants and, you know, do a bunch of things and say this and say that. It really needs to be the Holy Spirit that quickens us to yeah. come into that place of worship and adoring Him. And even if we don't feel like it, oftentimes just putting on some, um, you know, worshipful uh music in the background that will just draw you into his presence always helps. But whether that music or not, there have been many times where I have no music and I just am either in a 
frustrated place or I'm like, you know, impatient or whatever it is. And I almost have to just be like, okay, Holy Spirit, mm -hmm. I just give you my attention, Jesus, in this moment. And I just adore you. Love and as soon as I do that, boom, the presence of God just envelops me. And yeah. it becomes more than a ritual. It becomes mm. this place where I can turn to the Lord in my spirit, in the inward part of your heart, and you can connect with him as your friend, as your beloved, as your mm. savior. And something that I love to do, and I would encourage you know many of you to do as well, or all of you, um, is to set aside that time during the day. You know, some for some people it's in the morning or sometimes in the evening, but just set aside a few minutes of your day and just be still before the Lord. You don't have to have a lot of you know um, noise and you know reading this and that and and you know there's a time and a place for that kind of prayer mm -hmm. and that kind of worship. But I think it's so beautiful to just come before the Lord um, and be still in that place of stillness. He begins to just minister his presence to you. Because Psalm 5.3, it talks about how David, he prays in the morning and he waits and watches expectantly before the Lord to hear his voice. And so if King David did mm -hmm. that, who was like the ultimate psalmist, just how much more... You and I have that privilege now that we live on this side of the cross. We not only have, you know, the spirit of God all around us, but we also have him living in us. So mm -hmm. come into that place of stillness and cultivate relationship with the Lord in the secret place. And as you begin to do that every day, man, watch how God will overflow into all these other areas of your life. And you, your relationships begin to change. The way you respond to problems begin to change. And it all starts from that place of just giving him your attention. Johanna, that's so beautiful. And then also rest. You know, I'm thinking about yeah. the stress of daily lives. But as you're continually, as your heart is continually focused on him, you know, that rest just comes and it just overtakes if you will and then no matter what's going on you're just in that place of you can handle it you know because it's not just you christ living through you it's beautiful johanna the word of god says in psalm 22 3 right that the lord is enthroned on the praises of israel or his people right tell us the difference between praise and worship and why both are so important in our walk with god that is an excellent question, Lisa. Mm -hmm. um, praise, I really believe, um, is an outward expression and just a form of gratitude and thanksgiving to the Lord for who he is and for mm -hmm. what he has done. And praise is also an act of faith because oftentimes, um, many times, we may not feel like praising, but to just still praise God for who he is. The focus is not on me. And my mm -hmm. circumstances, the focus becomes on a, how amazing and how beautiful and how glorious and how incredible God is. And yeah. so that's what, to me, that's what praise is. And the word of God says in Psalm 150, verse 6, let everything that hath breath, let everything that has been created, let everything that has breath, you know, praise the Lord. And yeah. so um, whether we realize it or not, even nature around us is testifying to who God is and is praising him. 
And so it's just that praise is an outward expression, I believe, of declaring who God is. And worship, we touched about it a little bit just a few minutes mm -hmm. ago. Worship is an inward heart response um, to the beauty and the wonder of who Jesus is. And worship is also, like I said earlier, it's a lifestyle of intimacy. It's a lifestyle of fellowship and relationship with our King, with our beloved. And, um, you know, I just want to share a quick story. I remember one time uh, when I was living in Nashville a few years ago, my friend asked me to house it for her. And so I was at their home house sitting. And um, the next morning I went to their beautiful kitchen, uh, you know, table. And I sat there and I was single at the time. So I had all the time in the world. Right. <laughs> so I had my concordances, my Bible and my, you know, devotionals and all this stuff. And I was like primed and ready to hear from God. Right. And mm -hmm. as soon as I got a little still and quiet, I sensed this impression on my heart because God often speaks to us through that still small voice. And mm -hmm. so I heard him in my heart, go sit out on the deck. I was like, wait a minute, Lord, this can't be you because I'm here ready to receive revelation from you. <laughs> and I kept hearing that over and over again, go sit out on the deck. And I was like, okay, I'm just going to follow this inner prompting in my mm -hmm. heart. So I went out and sat on the deck and I sunk myself into their comfortable chair. And as soon as I got still, whew, I started hearing the wind going through the rustling of the leaves on the trees. I heard all sorts of different birds chirping, all their different sounds. I heard a neighbor, a little child laughing and playing. And um, I could hear the wind blowing, you know, and it was just so beautiful. And immediately I knew that God was inviting me into the symphony of worship that he was listening Whoa. to. Whoa. That's and amazing. Wow. And wow. In my rigid mindset, and I was like, I am going to seek God. And wow. there's nothing wrong with having five concordances and three devotionals and two Bibles and 16 different translations. But we have to be so in tune with the spirit of God. Yeah, that's so good. Come over here a little bit. Just, just come mm. and hang out with me and listen to what I'm listening to this yeah. morning. Oh, I love that. Worship. And that, I'm telling you, has forever marked me. And not, there were so many layers that God, boom, hit in that one experience as a, compared to, well, I'm going to read from Lamentation. Right, right. Joanna, we have five minutes left. We need like an hour. I got to have you back again for sure. But, right, isn't she amazing? That was such a beautiful story. And really, that's God's heart. He's like, just come away with me. All that stuff is great, but come on. Let me show you something, right? And that was like the epitome of worship. So quickly, praise is referred to as a weapon of warfare in the Bible in many different places and it's very powerful talk to us tell us like quickly how does that um uh, you know how does that help us as believers to walk in victory praise is a weapon of warfare well um one of my favorite stories in the bible is from Acts 16 i believe where paul and silas apostle paul and silas 
um, they were preaching, you know, mm -hmm. in a town and they were preaching about Jesus and the people were not for it. So they Paul and Silas up, tortured them and threw them in prison. And while right. they were in prison that night, in the middle of the night, they began yeah. to songs of praise in verse 26, Acts 16, 26. And they began to sing songs of praise mm -hmm. to the Lord. Not because everything was, you know, beautiful and so just awful. <laughs> because they were in a dungeon and they, right. were, they were rejected. But yet in the middle of their circumstance, what did, how did they war in that circumstance? They didn't right. go all offended at the people, even though they had every right to do that. But in the middle of that uh, circumstance where they were literally imprisoned, they began to sing songs of praise. And again, like we said earlier, praise is about declaring who God is. And right. so when you declare who God is, he begins to intervene. That's it. That nature of who he is into your situation. Heaven released into earth. Boom. Yeah. Yes. Freedom. So much that an earthquake happened. And I believe maybe just, just my interpretation, maybe God was loving that song so much, whatever they were singing, he started to stomp his foot and the earth just shook. I love that. That <laughs> is anyway, the analogy. My version. But anyway, whatever situation that you feel trapped in or impressed yeah. by today, I want you to know that the same God that Paul and Silas sang to, he is yeah. your God. And as you begin to sing to him, as you begin to worship him and just even sing the scriptures, there's so much power in singing the scriptures. Mm -hmm. And as you begin to praise him and exalt him for who he is, watch how God will turn your situation around. He will move heaven and earth and intervene for you. And that I believe is how uh, praise is such a powerful weapon of warfare in our lives. I love it, Johanna. Johanna, you've got a new book and new music coming out, and we literally have three minutes left, and I want you to pray for our viewing audience. Um, but quickly, um, what do you want to talk about, the book or the music? I mean, I know it's coming out. Yes, Quick. I'm so excited <laughs> about the book that I'm working on right now. Um, just a really a short summary. Um, it's just a going to be exploring the wonder and beauty of everything that we've been talking about, but really like living in union with Christ. And what that really means is how we can tap into God's presence and be aware of his presence and his voice from Sunday through Saturday, every day of our lives to just be aware of who Jesus is and bringing Jesus, you know, Jesus is, he's not just a good idea. He's not no. just a historical figure and somebody that we sing about during Christmas time you know that all that is wonderful but he's so much more than that and so this book is just going to explore uh, the beauty of who Jesus is and how we can experience the reality of his presence in our lives and I'll be sharing personal stories as well as it will have a study guide so we can apply the truths in our practical day-to-day -day life um, and then I also have some new music coming out. I'm so excited about it. You'll hear more about it on my social media platforms. Um, but you can, for now, there is a single that's out that was released a few months ago. And um, you can look up my name, Johanna Kappen, on any digital platform, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Amazon. I can't keep up with all of them. But anyway, go to iTunes and you can look it up. And um, so I have a single that's been released and I'm excited about what God is doing and just all the different creative things that he's just downloading. And I can't wait to share them with you guys. That's, That's wonderful. wonderful.
So Hannah, so can, Hannah you, can you please pray, pray for, those for those watching and for those who will watch or listen to the replay? Yes, absolutely. I want to give everyone an opportunity for um, to just receive this Jesus that we've been talking about. I don't want to let this moment go by without giving you guys that chance to just step into this beautiful life. I mean, does everything go, you know, just smoothly and does everything, is everything just perfect after you receive Jesus in your heart? No, but he gives you the power to live in this temporal world. He gives you a supernatural joy and peace and such a rest. And um, above everything, he died on the cross so that we could experience eternal life and be connected and reconciled to the Father. And so I wanna pray for any of you that want that life and that new uh, way of living. And I also wanna pray for any of you guys that are going through any kind of pain or trauma or just feeling lost and feeling like, I don't have a purpose. I don't know why I'm here. I don't know where I'm headed. I don't know what life is all about. I wanna pray for you as well. So let's just pray. Dear Lord, I just pray for each and every listener and every person that is watching tonight, I pray that they would come into that place of surrender and they would just surrender their heart to you and yes, receive Lord. you as their Lord and Savior. Yes, Lord. If you feel comfortable, if you can just, you know, repeat this prayer after me. Dear Jesus, Dear Jesus. I accept you as my Lord and Savior. I believe in you as my savior, as my redeemer. I thank you for what you did on the cross. I receive your life. I receive your perfection. I receive your righteousness. Come into my heart. I surrender to you and I want to live for you. Jesus name. Amen. Jesus. Amen and amen. Woo! Thank you, Johanna Kappen. She is awesome. Again, if you would like to connect with Johanna, visit her website at www.johannacappen.com. I actually had put it on the um, on the comments here. Let me just do that again quickly. Um, also, make sure that you look her up on Facebook. Follow her on Instagram and check out her single um is it welcome holy spirit it's so beautiful the woman just sings like an angel you could see her voice is beautiful by the way johanna is flying in from texas uh this coming friday uh for our healing event johanna is going to be hosting it uh with me she's going to be leading the worship next saturday march 10th um just outside of new york city in fort lee new jersey we're so excited because God has already shown us just the different, you know, all the miracles and healings that are going to take place, right? And yes. you said yesterday, it's going to be epic. I'm like, yes, it is going to be epic. So bring the sick and the hurting. If you don't live in the area, but you know someone that does in the tri-state area, anywhere, New York, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Connecticut, let them know about it. They can register at lisaboldo.com forward slash events. And it's going to be amazing. Seating is limited. So we've got to give a head count, you know, toward the end of this week. So that's why I'm saying make sure that you're registered. You've got to be registered to attend. But we welcome everyone. 
So make sure that you share this page. We're a little over time, but share this um, broadcast on your social media. Let's advance the kingdom of God together. I want to thank you again for joining us tonight. Johanna, thank you for being our special. Thank you for having me, Lisa. Your your words are the words of God. I mean, they're life-giving. So thank you. It was such an honor. We're going to have you back. And we just bless you. We thank you for watching. Thank you for tuning into the Victorious Life broadcast. And we'll see you next time. All right. God bless you. Good night, everybody. Joanna, you can say good night. Good night, night, everybody. Thank you for watching.